This is the Introvert's Bubble with Anang of Courageous Creativity, telling introvert stories, pushing ourselves to have more adventures and misadventures and to grow. Living life how we need it. As always, rating the podcast on any apps to listen to is always appreciated. Earlier in the season, I talked about the ways introverts like to decorate their homes. And the one thing I guess people kind of had a weird questioning for me that I was kind of like, huh, I guess I never really thought about that. It's because I, when I talked about it, I talked about how I wanted to put everything in my house. Yes, I wanted to be cozy anything else, but I wanted it for me. Because there was this big thing like on HGTV when people like design their homes. They're always like, oh, we have so we have so open for all these different things for all our guests. And it's kind of like me. I'm like, I don't fucking want guests in my house. <laughs> That's just me. But there are times when you don't have a choice or you do want to, but not for often. So, I mean, sometimes you have like you live with a spouse and they just want they like being able to host family Thanksgiving and they want to invite your family over for Christmas kind of thing. Sometimes it's just, it happens. There's, you got to host something. And these are kind of the five problems most introverts have when it comes to hosting. This can be something so you can keep an eye on for yourself, so you can work around it. So you can kind of make some plans to get to get through some of these things, either to stop it from happening or to work through yourself so you're not so anxious, angry, whatever else. But also, you might want to show this, or not show as in, like, no one's going to be able to watch this. But, like, listen to this, read the blog post that comes with this episode for people, other people, so they know what the problems can be for you. So you can kind of give them an idea of, like, this is kind of what I'm talking about, or why we don't host this, why I'm angry. And that, that way you don't have to do it. I'll just explain for you. Number one is coming too early. Now, I have said this before when it comes to events like weddings and everything else to arrive early to help out and everything else. This is a little different. As in like I usually arrive when people are already there for the most part. As in like the party says like three to eight is when the party is. Like I might arrive 20, 30 minutes early And if I see people already in there moving around, then I go in and I help. Now, this is more kind of like people arrive really early, as an hour, two hours beforehand, because they want to just, they just want to be there and they want to help out, but they want to nitpick or they want to get in your way. Honestly, that's, some people really do. They want to be there so they can have it the way they want to do it instead of like, bitch, I'm, I'm the one, this is my house. Like, you don't get to have a say in this shit. And so we have that problem with people come early because you need to wind yourself up for this. You need to have a moment of rest. You want to get everything ready early, which is what we usually do. Like if I have Thanksgiving, people arrive at like 1, 2 o'clock. Yeah, I'm up early. I'm doing the cooking that I need to do. I do whatever cleaning and everything else. But sometime in there, I give myself like an hour of just sitting someplace quiet by myself I don't want any noise and everything else but like the time up running up to the thing you try to find as little as many things get done as possible but you also try to find the balance so you're kind of you're preparing yourself for all these people all this conversation all this noise and getting too many people who arrive early because of whatever reason whether it is 
in a good sense that they're trying to be helpful and everything else, it still sucks because that means they're there longer because they got there early and people don't usually leave early <laughs> unless they're other, other fellow introverts or they have a specific thing. Like there's been times I had to leave early. I'm like, I couldn't get off work. So I had to leave at like four o'clock because I had work that night. And so that's kind of a problem. Like you need to be very specific, whether that means you're like, Hey, I, I have an appointment beforehand. Like you either schedule shit in so people know that shit isn't available. Like if they say two o'clock, yes, give them like some people I show at one thirty. Some people like to be early. That's me. I'm sorry that bothers you, but like make sure there is something that people know, whether you tell them, whether you kind of have it inferred of like, hey, we're not gonna be home until this point, and then let us finish what we're doing. So please don't come over then. Luckily, there's not too many people. They do this. This might be because it's an it's an Asian thing. They run on Asian time, and they don't re- they really are on time anywhere. Like I literally had to have two different designs for my wedding invitations when I when I was married, and some of them to some of my Asian family members was an hour two hours before the ceremony actually started. I lied to them. I say that the thing was supposed to be at four. I said it was at two thirty. Bitches still were late, but only by like five minutes. And so that was kind of like, that that's kind of the thing. So luckily, this is not the worst of all the problems. There's usually a certain amount of people, like like two or three at most. If you have a big family, and it's usually the older people. If you have to, you might just sacrifice your children to keep grandma occupied. <laughs> we'll see. Number two is with hosting, is when you bring extra people Especially when it's supposed to be something kind of small and intimate. Intimate, You only have so many settings. You only have so much food. That's really fucking annoying. Especially when you don't know who these people are. It's very different, at least for me. Because I'm, I'm used to it where with Asian cultures, like the people just, it's kind of an open invitation. Which is really annoying when you're trying to have something where you have to have a specific head count. Because you have to pay per head for food. Or for how many tables and chairs you have. But when you have like a party, yeah, you kind of have a general idea. You want a general idea so you know you have enough food. But then because you're the host, you have to talk to these people. You have to talk to everybody if you're the host. Not like a lot. But you still have to go up there. You have to introduce. You have to figure out who the hell they are, why they're there. Of course, you don't want to be like interrogation, like, bitch, why are you here? But <laughs> it's kind of like you need to you need to put your conversation. That's part of being a host. You need to make sure they get their food, that they're comfortable, also, it's kind of like, if you have a problem with anybody with allergies, like, sometimes people don't tell you that. I literally have been to a couple of parties where someone comes in and they have a fucking peanut allergy or they have shellfish and they tell no one. Like, why won't you say that so we can let you know so you don't die? I don't need you dying in my house. <laughs> also, for me, when it comes to, especially with a very intimate thing, we're like, hey, it's literally just three couples. We're all gonna, I'm making dinner, we're all gonna have, hang out, just them having no kids. I always say that because I'm never gonna have kids. That they won't have kids, but all of a sudden they invite like a sister-in-law because they want to come over and they, they want a time off too, or they bring a kid. It's kind of like, we don't have entertainment for them. We didn't put everything away for the kids, for their safety. 
we don't we didn't have after we didn't fucking want to lock things up because we didn't want children like you need to know when if there's gonna be kids there or not because there's very different things you have to do in your home to make sure it's safe for them no matter what age they are like you can always kind of like hey i'm gonna set the tv for the teenage kids so they can watch tv or play games or make sure some of the rooms are closed so they don't start coloring on the walls and you don't notice it because they're in another room that's closed kind of thing so the thing that's that's very rude i feel like i get that more because that's a very very asian thing but it's also a very casual like my family's very big on just casual gatherings and casual parties and stuff like that whether it's my parents doing fourth of july my mom's side's doing family reunions like my my dad's other family reunion we took a picture of everybody, and I'm pretty sure by half of them weren't actually fucking related to us. There were some random black guys that I've never met there who's friends with someone else. Like, okay, probably fine, you're here, but I'm kind of like, I thought that's supposed to be a family picture. And some other random guy who rolled up on a motorcycle, still haven't figured out who he was there for. Someone knew him, but I didn't figure out who, and that's just kind of how it went. Our luck, he could have just been someone they met, someone else met and made friends with two days ago and just freaking invited him. That's how those parties go. But that doesn't work. Like, that actually also happened at, like, a, at my engagement party. There was literally, like, four or five people just got invited randomly. It's kind of like, this isn't about you. Um, please don't invite random people there because it's not your party. Number three is definitely a pet peeve of mine. Is why wanting extremely loud music. If it's not your home, don't turn shit on. If it's not there, like I understand, I go to my aunt's house for a family gathering. They turn on the music, and I just leave the room. Especially when it's summertime, I go outside, I go downstairs, whatever, because I don't. There are times I just don't want the noise. It just bothers the hell out of me, but. It gets really annoying when someone requests and to a point sometimes demands that we play music and they want it at the volume they want. And it's like, no, this is my house party. This is whatever thing, especially when I'm hosting it, whether it's at your house or not, like you're at a restaurant or you rented out a room and everything else. If you're there to have conversations, that's kind of what the whole thing is, is sit, everyone sit and relax. I don't want me loud music. So you don't get to fucking say otherwise my party i paid for it i'm hosting you oh i get especially the, <laughs> i was trying to i'm trying to calm down again because there's always that the idea for a lot of people especially in the asian community is kind of like well i'm the guest you're supposed to accommodate accommodate not fucking worship i don't get to give you everything you want like there's some people who are kind of like i literally had a family party where some guy tried to feed my dog a chocolate donut like fucking full-on dark chocolate chocolate filling donut and after we told him no he's like well i'm the guest here i don't fucking care you don't get to kill my dog it's literally their mindset is kind of well i'm the guest here i should get what i want no you don't this is still someone else's this you don't own the place not your home like this is not anything to do about you people don't want music all the time People don't want to scream across each other. I want to be able to hear when I leave. Really is nice. I don't want to have to have cops called because it's so freaking loud. That happens way too often. And it's ridiculous. Really don't need it that loud. As the, what's the point of a party? If you're not dancing, 
and you're there supposed to be supposedly supposed to be talking and hanging out and having fun and everything else. But there is a volume. You could have it loud, but still hear each other. It really is, as you all tell, I have a problem with this. Now, it's very different. It's, so, it's someone else's house. I'm not going to say shit. I'm just going to move somewhere else. It's your party. It's your gathering. Whatever. But don't expect me to be happy about it or be wanting to stand there next to the loud music to talk to you. No, I'm going to go somewhere else because I don't want to. I like to I like to keep my hearing and I like to actually understand what people are saying. Number four is when people go through areas they're not supposed to. Like, especially when it's a small enough gathering, if they tell you don't go upstairs because that's everyone's private bedrooms, don't go upstairs. Or they tell you, like, only go in the bathroom. If doors are closed in someone's house, don't fucking open it. I don't get the idea of people kind of like, they think it's completely fine to snoop in people's homes. Like, if you want to see something, go ahead. Like, I had my aunt when they had their housewarming party and everything else. I'm kind of like, I want to see your walk-in closet. Like, that's kind of my thing. I'm like, can I see your walk-in closet? So I asked her. She brought me upstairs, brought me through her bedroom into her walk-in closet. I'm like, ooh, that's so nice. It's so big. Awesome. But I wasn't going to snoop. Oh, people are like, oh, yeah, we already saw it. Rude. Especially when you're invited to someone's house. Like, you don't get full reign of everything else. Yes, I understand that some people might look through your medicine cabinet. It's open. If I have anything really important, I don't put it in the medicine cabinet that everyone's going to be using. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it, like, if I have a private bathroom, like if someone has an ensuite, or, like, the one closest to all the bedrooms. Like, I'm going to put all the, I might put it away somewhere else, take it out of the cabinets. I might only have the ones downstairs bathrooms be the ones that people use. Like, I don't get people really think they can, why they should have the right to just walk around and open people's rooms, especially when you have children. Like, I don't want any adult, I don't care, man or woman, whether or not I am really close to you, family, friend, or everything else, I don't want someone who doesn't live here to go through my children's room. I don't have children, but I hated this when I was a child, and I am a very big advocate for friends and families' homes. It's like, they deserve their privacy. If they don't want you in their room, please don't go in their room. Especially when it's come to like teenagers and everything else. They're already trying to figure out who they are. They're already trying to figure out what they can and cannot do. They want their own autonomy. They want their own freedom to a sense. And they want privacy. It gets so annoying when people are kind of like, oh yeah, I have so-and-so. I have my kids over here. Just go sit in their room. It's like, no. There's another room in the basement. Fully basement. I'm not talking about like the unfinished shitty basements that are cold and no light kind of thing but there's the downstairs living room there's outside it's warm go outside like don't go looking through people's stuff i don't get why people have that problem because for me too because like i just i also don't clean everything if i just if i don't feel like cleaning every bedroom because you shouldn't go in there i don't sure i definitely don't want to get judged by you because i decided not to clean the one guest bedroom that's downstairs or way on the other side of the house that you decided to go walk through. Don't look around. Number five is kind of the one I feel like it's the most universal dislike for introverts and the more universally likely to happen is that people staying too late. Oh my God. Especially when you have a timeline where like 
party is three to eight. Bitch better leave. Be ready to leave around eight. This one definitely, I saw this product online and I was like, man, I'm going to have that. And it's literally a banner that says leave by nine. You put it on your wall. I almost bought it, but I kind of wanted to like, mm, I need more, I need more options. Like, can I have leave by nine, leave by eight, leave by seven? Like, can I just have some options there depending on what we're doing, what day? But there are some people, my ex is one of these where just because you're really close to them, whether it's family or a really, really close old friend, that they feel like they can stay as long as they want. Everyone else has left. They're cleaning up. That is your cue to leave. When there wasn't already an established idea that you're staying over because you know you're going to be drinking. Um, you're going to stay a little later so you can help them clean. Um, your kids have fallen asleep and they're like, okay, we're going to stay a little bit so let them sleep before we get going because they're going to be cranky if I wake them up too soon. Like there's something kind of beforehand. Like I have friends parties I've been to where I stayed the night so I can help them get ready because I know they're stressed. That way they can take care of their kids. I can do a little cooking. I can help them a little bit of cleaning. I can wash their kids for a few minutes when they take a shower or anything else. I'm not going to kids, but I still can help. And then I was going to stay the night because then I was there all day. My shit's already there. That's completely different. But there's, there's too many people who are like, I'm having fun. Let's continue having fun. And I'm like, no, no, there's a limit. I only have so much energy. I can only take so many people. And especially if there was people who came too freaking early. Now I have to stay and talk to y'all for a couple hours afterwards. I'm going to start getting cranky. And part of the thing also with being there too late is when people want to talk to you the very next day. And I mean like morning about the whole freaking party. It, we, it just happened. Unless something like, well, girl, you need to hear this because so-and-so just left and they had a huge fight and now they're broken up. Like, if you had some gossip for me that I missed at the party and then continued after the party, yes, tell me. But I don't need you to call me to talk about it the whole time. I need to rest. I want to sleep in. I don't want to talk to anybody because I just talked myself too much being the host with all these people. And just, it is generally draining. Like, you, again, I have said it over and over again. You may enjoy it. You may love doing it the whole time. But introverts don't gather energy with actually hanging out with people. Like, especially groups. Like, we do things that are solo or one or two people. Those are the only thing. That's how we recharge. Other people, yes, they can recharge by big gatherings, but introverts do not. So no matter how much fun we had, how much nothing went wrong for us, and how much we loved it from beginning to end, we are still tired. And let us be tired. Please don't talk to me about it the next morning. Because sometimes I just want to be, I want to be half dead in the morning to finish cleaning. Or to just finish when I need to finish. And just want to, I just want to be done. I just don't want to talk to anybody. Even when I lived with my ex at that point, I was kind of like, nope, I'm going to sleep in. And I maybe want to go just binge watch some stuff on YouTube for like an hour or something. Like, I just, leave me alone. Don't stay too late. Don't expect someone to host you longer than what was, what was already said going to happen. Like, I don't, I am not at your beck and call the whole time. 
like until you are absolutely done. If you want to keep doing something, talk about it with me. Like ask, like, hey, can I stay a little bit longer, hang out, or whatever else? And actually pay attention. Don't just like listen because the person's being nice. I'm like, oh, I guess so. But they're they sound tired. They look tired. They're cleaning. They're not very quick about it. They're trying to do stuff. They're just they're not quick to answer you questions or with the conversation. That's your cue. That's you need to pay attention. Pay attention to what the other people are saying because some people are just too nice. Won't be me. I would tell you to leave. And the longer you stay, the less nice I will be. Okay, so those are my five problems that I have and a lot of introverts have when it comes to hosting. Though some of us enjoy it, some of us don't. Sometimes you don't have a choice. Because these are things you need to keep in mind. If you think of hosting or just a way to explain people why you don't always host or why you're very specific on how you have your timeline. Or different things. So this is kind of, it's a, for some people it might be an eye-opener because you may just finally have your own home outside your parents' house and you want to, you're thinking about hosting. These are things to keep in mind. These are the things to kind of, sadly, yes, extra things you have to work on to make sure it goes well. Because the thing is also you do need to enjoy hosting it in any way you can. Whether or not you do you don't like who you're coming up, like maybe you don't like some of your in-laws. But you can still do a way so you can actually enjoy it as much as you can. And this is some kind this is a way to just make it so you can do it with a little less stress. Thanks for listening. Check out the show notes for the links to the blog and my Patreon, where you can get more info, check out products. Hit me up on Instagram at the Introverse Bubble or Courageous Creativity.